Welcome to Summer Soul Sessions on the Digital Coffee Date, created and hosted by writer and producer Jessica Rosado. This limited summer series maintains the same mission of being your weekly dose of inspiration with an enriched level of spiritual awareness. The topics being discussed are powerful themes in our society and culture that need the presence of God brought back into the conversation. Here you will find a safe space that discusses some hard-hitting questions about ourselves while keeping faith, love, compassion, understanding, and empathy at the forefront. I am so happy to have you here, so let us continue our sisterhood with words that revive the soul. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to Summer Soul Sessions. This limited summer series has been on my heart for quite some time, and I'm so excited to be able to share with you exactly what has been on my heart and the different topics of conversations that I really want to bring to the forefront of discussion. So today we're going to be talking about justice, and I know that's something we've heard thrown around a lot lately. You know, with everything going on with the Black Lives Matter movement, with a lot of the police brutality conversations, with systemic oppression and systemic racism, terms being brought up that some of us understand and some of us don't. So I felt that this summer series could really highlight a lot of different conversations that we we may be really uncomfortable to talk about, but that need to be discussed. And most importantly, need God and the presence of God brought back into these conversations. So today we're getting into justice, right? I wanted to start off with a few definitions. The first definition I wanted to talk about is for the word oppression. Oppression is defined as prolonged, cruel, or unjust treatment or control. So we need to understand when we're using words like systemic oppression, right? We need to understand what that word oppression really means. It's the prolonged cruel or unjust treatment or control. Now that word unjust, right? It alludes to something not being just. Well, what is just? Just is defined as being based on or behaving according to what is morally right and fair. Another word right along with just is equity. We hear that being thrown around a lot. Looking for not only equality and not only fighting for equality, but equity. And equity is defined as the quality of being fair and impartial. Now, just, the word just, we just described as being based on or behaving according to what is morally right and fair. Therefore, justice is defined as just behavior or treatment. I want to talk about a quote I pulled from the letter from Birmingham Jail by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., A lot of us are familiar with a certain phrase, which is injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. 
But he continues on and says, we are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. So that quote is used a lot. The injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. But I really liked the sentences after it as well, because it's talking about the fact that wherever there is inequality, wherever there is an area or a people where they are suffering from injustice, it does affect us all. And I think that's something important to remember as I continue on here. Now, another quote I got was from Malcolm X, and it's from an interview on the Pierre Burton show, January 19th, 1965. And he said, I believe that there will ultimately be a clash between the oppressed and those that do the oppressing. I believe that there will be a clash between those who want freedom justice and equality for everyone and those who want to continue the systems of exploitation. When I read that, I immediately thought of what's happening right now in our world today. We have the Black Lives Matter movement, a movement that fights to bring awareness to an issue where Black lives haven't mattered in our society. And it's interesting because so many people are divided. So many people are struggling with which side to be on. And I think therein lies a huge problem because there really shouldn't be sides to choose. There really shouldn't be a question of, should I side with the Black Lives Matter movement or should I be an all lives matter advocate? There should be no sides when it comes to justice because there is a difference between people's political agendas and political opinions and what is actually morally right. So when the difference in political opinions are taken out of the equation for just a moment, the question we need to ask ourselves is why do I have a problem agreeing with and fighting for justice? So I want to continue on and bring in some scriptures. You know, I prayed a lot about this conversation and I dove into the Bible because we hear so many different stories about the Bible and different stories about people who were, were talking about law and talking about order and talking about things like justice. You see, because even though there were law and order in the Bible, and even though there were laws that were made and, you know, commandments to live by in certain times, right? Mainly at the root of everything that the Bible talks about is love. The Bible talks about understanding. The Bible talks about mercy. The Bible talks about compassion. And the Bible talks about justice. And the reason why I feel that God needs to be brought back into this conversation and a lot of the conversations we're currently having is for two reasons. One, because God is love. And a lot of trying to understand one another and love one another comes from understanding the love of God. The second reason 
is because there are a lot of Christians right now struggling with the right things to do and the right things to say. And I think if we go back to the word and go back to our hearts, the right thing to do and say is clearly evident. It's clear as day. It's there. So in Exodus chapter 23, it describes the laws of justice and mercy. Exodus chapter 23, verse 9 says, Do not oppress a stranger, for you know the heart of a stranger because you were strangers in the land of Egypt. See, here we see Moses laying down these laws, right, after leading the Hebrews from slavery in Egypt. He talks about the integrity of upholding law to have almost a code of morality to live by. And in that same chapter, he talks about the importance of justice. You cannot have law and order without having justice. In Job 37, Elihu rebukes the responses of Job's three friends and in this chapter proclaims God's majesty. Job chapter 37 verse 23 says, As for the Almighty God, we cannot find him, meaning we don't see him. It says he is excellent in power, in judgment, and abundant justice. He does not oppress. This verse is clearly saying what God believes in, what God knows to be excellent in, what God sees abundance in. So in this verse where Elihu is rebuking and negating the things that Job's friends were saying about him and his experiences and and what he was going through and the trials and tribulations that were coming his way, he negates some of what his friends were saying to Job. And in that same sentiment, he reminds Job of the God they serve and his abundance injustice. It's clear as day. It's clear as day of what the Lord says, which is justice has to prevail. It's a theme we see throughout the Bible. In Psalm 9, David's song or meditation, as some call it, he's delivering it unto the Lord. Psalm chapter 9 verses 8 and 9 say this, he will judge the world in righteousness. He will govern the peoples with justice. In verse 9, it says, The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. This verse here is saying that in the Lord we find refuge and that for the people who are oppressed and for the people who are mistreated and for the people that are being completely and utterly treated as if they mean nothing through the Lord, they will find refuge and that he is a stronghold in times of trouble. And just before he talks about that, he says that the Lord governs the people with justice. Justice should always be at the center when it comes to law and governing people because where there is no justice, oppression thrives and it's what we have seen. And that is ungodly. That is where love does not live. In Psalm 106, another chapter of a song from David, 
Psalm chapter 106, verse 3 says, Blessed are they who maintain justice, who constantly do what is right. So time and time again, we're seeing that the word justice is right along with what is right, what is morally correct, what is the right thing to do. The book of Proverbs are teachings of wisdom from Solomon, the son of David. In Proverbs chapter 21, verses 15 and 16, it says, It is a joy for the just to do justice. It is a joy. It is a joy for the just to do justice. But destruction will come to the workers of iniquity. Iniquity is defined as immoral or grossly unfair behavior. I would say that that's right along with inequality, iniquity, oppression. It is grossly unfair behavior. I loved this verse, Proverbs 21, 15, because he says that it is a joy. That's why I read it so many times. It is a joy for the just to do justice. It should be a joy to treat people fairly. It should be a joy to side with people who believe in treating everyone fairly. It is a joy to feel that. It is a joy to want what's right. Proverbs 21, 16 says, a man who wanders from the way of understanding will rest in the assembly of the dead. Ooh, deep, right? A man who wanders from the way of understanding. If you cannot understand what justice means and why it's so important to fight for it, you will rest in the assembly of the dead. What that's saying is you're going to rest in destruction. You will live in a heart of destruction in an evil heart because you cannot understand why justice matters. In Proverbs chapter 28, verse three, it says, a ruler who oppresses the poor is like a driving rain that leaves no crop. Again, going back to death, dead, a spirit of evilness, a spirit of of death, a spirit of there, there is no thriving there. You cannot oppress people. You cannot agree with the oppression of people and believe that you have a heart that is filled with love. The two don't go hand in hand. You cannot lead. You cannot thrive when people are being mistreated. And that is something we have to understand. It is something we have to accept. It is something we have to believe in, especially when we claim the love of the Lord. Later in Proverbs chapter 28, verse 5, it says, Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it fully. When you love the Lord, when you understand what love is, when you have a love for others, you have an understanding of what that justice means, what that equality means. When you claim to love the Lord, you claim to know love. You claim to know compassion. You claim to have an understanding for others. There is no other way to have a heart that knows God 
and still not understand how to love others and do what is right. The two just don't go, as I've said. They don't go hand in hand. You can't claim to love the Lord and be okay with people being oppressed, be okay with people being mistreated because of the color of their skin. This is a concept we have to grasp. Whether you are Christian or not, whether you believe in a God or not, whether you have some sort of spirituality or not, you have to understand that what is right is justice. What is right is equality. People should not have to be mistreated because of the color of their skin. And where we get confused in these conversations is because we continue to throw around police brutality as being the only problem. See, we've become divisive because we've said, oh, well, police brutality, what do you mean? You know, maybe that's a problem, sure, but there are good cops as well. No one is saying that. And in fact, the problem is not police brutality in and of itself. The problem is that we have had a system in this country that has thrived off of the backs of black people and their pain. This country has decided that people who are black and of color are are less worthy than those who aren't. And it shouldn't take people who are brown and black to fight this issue, to fight these causes, to fight for injustice. It should take every single person, whether you're white, whether you're brown, whether you're black or any other shade in between, you have to fight for what is right because it is. There should be no argument. There should be no divisiveness because there is no other way to see than what is right. To know justice is to have a concern and a love and understanding for others. Justice begins with understanding. That understanding evolves into compassion and that compassion transforms into empathy, which overflows in love, overflowing in love for people, for someone else. The book of Zechariah are words from the prophet to Joshua. In Zechariah chapter 7, verses 9 and 10, it says, That is what the Lord Almighty says. Administer true justice. Show mercy and compassion to one another. And verse 10 says, Do not oppress, there's that word again, the widow or the fatherless, the alien, which means stranger, or the poor. In your hearts, do not think evil of each other. There is no what is right. There is no what is wrong here. Which side should I be on? What things should I say? Because there only is one right way to go about it. And that is the love and care for other people. That is steering away from an evil heart. An evil heart doesn't understand how important justice is. An evil heart says, 
well, I mean, I know about slavery. I know about, you know, the things that have gone on, but I mean, we're not there anymore. We're not in segregated times. What's the big deal? I don't understand. Why are these words being brought up to light? What is oppression? What is this? What is that? We don't live in, in those history book times. That's an evil heart. That's a heart that doesn't understand that the problem we are facing here and the things we are fighting against is that this system has gone on too long, is that people, because of their color of their skin, don't have the same opportunities, aren't allowed the same luxuries as others, as people who are white, people of color and black People have suffered from not even being able to make the same money people who are white make, to live in the same houses and the same communities as white people. And this has been a system that has gone on consistently for so long and enough is enough. If you cannot see what is happening right now as an awareness and as an awakening, you are missing the point of everything here, especially missing what God's love really is and really means and what God's love is about. You see, justice, justice is when someone takes a life, they have the right punishment for it. When someone murders and takes a life, justice is served properly in the form of that person being arrested, being charged, and being convicted for the crime that they committed. That's justice. Because once a life is taken, that life will never get it back, right? But the point is of justice is to have a system that's fair, is to have a system that says, this person did wrong. This person has to have be punished and suffer the consequences of that action. That is justice. But you see, to understand that concept, you have to get real with what is in your heart. You have to get real with what sort of person you are. What is your character? See, we have an opportunity right now to embrace the awareness that's happening, to embrace this awakening that continues to just be, be consumed and brought our way. And we have an obligation here to build a better future with a foundation that is set in love for one another. Everyone is being called to action right now. So what I am encouraging you to do is to really get real with that heart of yours. To really sit down and say, man, why am I struggling so much to, to figure, to, to, to try to wrap my head around what's happening? Why am I feeling a pushback? Why am I feeling uneasy right now? Why, what am I not understanding? What am I missing right now? That is what I'm encouraging you to do. And if you believe in God and have the love of the Lord within you and you understand that, or you think you understand what God's love is, but yet you're still struggling with fighting for justice, then you really need to get real with what God's love is. 
I encourage you to go to the Bible. I encourage you to look up scriptures that help you to understand God's love. A lot of the scriptures I delivered to you today are from the Old Testament, and the New Testament is a lot of Jesus in it. The New Testament is Jesus's own words, his own words that spoke about love, his own words that spoke about compassion, having empathy for others. To understand justice is to understand that no one, and I mean not a single person should be deemed less valuable because of the color of their skin. To understand justice is to understand that people should not be given less opportunities because of the color of their skin. And to understand justice is to understand that people should not have to worry about losing their lives, their brother's lives, their sister's lives, or anyone that they care about or anyone in their community because of the color of their skin. You see, Jesus had a love that a lot of us struggle to understand because Jesus loved everybody. He loved everybody. So we have to get really in depth with where we are in this moment of history because we have to decide what side of history we're going to be on. If you want to pick a side and you want to choose a side, it's deciding what side of history you want to be on. Do you want to be on a side that was with oppression, that excused oppressors, that excused a system that belittled people because of the color of their skin? Is that the side you want to be on? And is that the side that you want to tell your children you were on? Because the side of history that I want to be on is the side where I can sit my kids down and say, you know what? There was a time where we were so, so divided. And there was a time where I chose to say, you know what? (laughs) What's happening is wrong. And I'm going to speak up about it. And I'm going to stand with my black brothers and sisters and say, you know what? I'm here with you. I feel you. Whatever you need, whatever you need me to do, whatever you need me to understand, whatever you need me to learn, I will do it. I'm here. That's the side I want to be on. But when it comes to doing what's right, there is no side. There is what's right and what's wrong. So today, I encourage you. Open up the Bible if you're struggling. See what love really means and what it's about. And go back to those verses I gave you. Look up justice. You'll see right hand in hand that wherever justice is, oppression is right there with it. And it's in the way that says where justice has to be, oppression cannot. So I thank you for listening to the message God had placed on my heart to share with you today. I thank you for being in this space with me today. And I thank you for having the courage to be able to dig deep and dive deep within yourself to hopefully change maybe some of that confliction you feel within your heart. And I look forward to discussing with you more conversations led by God's love right here on Summer Soul Sessions. Thank you for listening to Summer Soul Sessions, a limited summer series on the digital coffee date where meaningful inspiration ignites meaningful action. 
Be sure to visit thedigitalcoffeedate.com to sign up for your free membership where you can go beyond our digital coffee dates and discuss episode topics on our growing community. 